Well, I'm running down the road with Paul Bearer in tow. I got 15 titles on my mind. Seven world ones, one hardcore, and seven tags with four different guys. I take a easy, take a easy. Don't let the sound of gongs and bells drive you crazy. Lights open, raise my hands. Don't even try to understand the supernatural dead man. So take a reason. Well, I'm standing on the corner of Death Valley, California. Such a bright fire I see. It's my house, my Lord, burned to the floor. Lost my parents, brother, everything. Come on, Kane, please don't blame me. Paul Bearer took me in as his and tried to train me. Rarely lose, I usually win. I never thought I'd see you again. You opened up the cell and climbed in so freaking easy. Running down the road and I'm all on my own Got a decade of destruction Call me big evil, not red, But do call me American Take a easy, take a easy Don't let the sound of limbus get Drive you crazy Come on, fancy Coming back is the dead man to take her easy. Wanna take her easy? You wanna take her easy? Creatures of the Night. Welcome to episode 190 of Talking Taker, the encyclopedic exploration digging up the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of all time, The Undertaker. My name is Alex Dorio. I want to thank you for joining us for yet another round of Dead Man Talking. And I am joined, as always, by my tag team partner, wrestling buddy, my fellow creature of the night. He is my fellow graduate of the SCU class of 316, Mr. Travis White. And Travis, it's not just you and I tonight. Uh-uh! Oh no. You know what my watch is telling me, Travis? What? <laughs> I said, you know what my watch is telling me? What? It's telling me it's his time to bring in our boys from the bottom line wrestling cast, Mike and JV, for yet another watch along. Mike, JV, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing all right. 
thanks guys thanks for having us back yeah and on your second return episode too (laughs) already we're already back with you guys Well, yeah, you know, back from the dead you, again, again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, we always say it. You've been our brother podcast uh, from uh, from the beginning, from uh, this whole journey, and uh, timing has worked out great because you guys just covered the final pay per view match between Stone Cold Steve Austin and the Undertaker on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast uh, just a couple weeks ago uh, when when this episode will be coming out. And so uh, it just worked out. We were going to do the watch along maybe on your show, but then we brought our show back for these monthly episodes. So uh, Mike, you said, well, let's just do it on y'all's show. And I said, yeah, that works for us. So uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be covering tonight. Uh, if you didn't see it already in your podcast feed, it's going to be Backlash 2002, Stone Cold versus The Undertaker, Ric Flair as the special guest referee, the final match in this incredible uh, storied journey, this history between Stone Cold and The Undertaker, man. It's uh, it's crazy that we're getting to the end of it. Yeah, a long ride for sure. <laughs> and uh, you sent us notes earlier in the, in the day to take a look at, you know, what we're going to cover on here with all the Austin Undertaker matches. And wow, man. They are Taker Austin for nearly five years. Constant. Now there's little breaks here and there, but they go at it back and forth over the years from 1996 all the way up to the end in 2002. And uh, uh, it'll be fun this... to talk about those things in a few minutes. But And these are just televised yep. matches. Think of all like the... That's just pay-per-view. Yeah. 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 I, did, I didn't even count all the house shows and TV matches and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. You know, I think we all think, you know, Austin and Rock, uh, you know, that's that that's Austin's, you know, biggest rival and biggest legacy or Austin McMahon, obviously. Right. But uh, do, do you, when you add in tag team matches, singles matches, multi-man matches, um, Undertaker and Austin, it's an incredible a legacy. No. So many more than you uh, than you realize. And uh, what was it again that was the highest rated uh, match on Raw in Raw history? Yeah, well, we did that on on the show uh, a few few months ago. It was episode yep. one seventy one of Talking Taker uh, from uh, it was June twenty eighth, uh, nineteen ninety nine, I believe. Uh, Undertaker yep. in Austin, the highest rated match in cable TV history. Um, I think I think uh, Nitro went off the air at like ten fifty seven or something, so everybody well, switched yeah, over that, to, to yeah. Raw. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but still, the no. highest rated match is them two. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I had this in my facts and figures for uh, later in the episode, but um, I'll just say it now since you brought it up. That episode of Raw or that segment of Raw, uh, the main event, Austin Undertaker for the title. Got a 9.5 rating and 10.7 million viewers watching it at that one Nine. time. 9.5. For comparison, no, Raw last week, Raw last week got a 1.4. It was the lowest rated wow. Raw ever, ever. In, in 30 years. So, that low uh, now? Jeez. Yeah, yeah, 1.4 versus a uh, 9.5 that Austin Undertaker did. So that's a pretty – it's a different time now, but still yeah. that's uh, that's incredible. Yeah, 
crazy, man. Well, uh, like I said, we're, we're going to get into that match. Uh, we're also, before we get there, uh, we're just kind of, kind of, since this will uh, be the end of this Austin Undertaker journey, uh, we thought we'd go through their legacy a little bit with just some uh, thoughts on, on their many different matches against each other. But uh, since we're doing these monthly episodes now, uh, Travis and I, we want to check in with just any sort of uh, news about the undertaker anything that's been going on in his career and just news in the wrestling business as well uh so just a couple things uh before we get into the austin taker stuff um this will be old news by the time this episode comes out but earlier today we all learned that uh wwe hall of famer mr wonderful paul orndorff passed away and uh, he's not a guy that really had much interaction at all with either austin or taker uh in their in-ring careers but uh you know we always like to mention this and uh we don't like to mention it, but uh, we feel like we should mention it and, and pay respects. And uh, I always liked Mr. Wonderful. Uh, I thought he was just a, a great heel, uh, obviously involved in the first WrestleMania and all that sort of stuff. And uh, only 71. So uh, too young, too young to go away. Sad story. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Mr. Wonderful. What a, what a great heel, man. Like you just, yeah, n- nothing else to be said about it. Yeah, and he had that great, <laughs> Feud that house show feud with Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan in '86, yeah. yes. then into '87. So big time heel for early WWF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huge credit to... for a guy this uh, in this day and age. His physique and everything. He was all about oh, looking yeah. the part and yeah, no professional. Yep, sad to see him go. Like we said, didn't have much interaction with either of the guys that we cover, but uh, still uh, pay our respects to him and his family. Uh, and then a couple quick mentions of The Undertaker that have come up in the past few weeks. Uh, Travis, I know you had a chance to watch the Mick Foley on the Broken Skull sessions with The Undertaker. And obviously a lot of Taker talk came up on that episode. They have so much history together. Um, anything in particular uh, in those moments in that conversation that jumped out to you? Uh, I don't think there's anything new that you know we hadn't heard before but uh, it was just neat just again we always joke about how every single broken skull session somehow comes back to taker except for like maybe sasha and bailey but other than that every right. guy on there somehow their career comes back to talking taker on there and uh you know i mean he admitted like he was foley was just there to be in a program with taker for a minute you know just to get him through 96 basically and then that was it but then it made him a star you know like his his interactions with, he, he talks about how he came in and taker was like no i'm losing to you at this first match like that was taker's call so that was kind of neat to hear you know well, i guess that was kind of newsworthy like he's like i know i'm losing to you so that was pretty cool that definitely put that fully cool. on the map you know um because again, Vince saw nothing in him, made him cover his oh. face and everything, you know, <laughs> right. said it was going to be JR's problem when he fails and stuff. So, you know, yeah, I mean, Taker definitely went above and beyond to help Foley get over. So, yeah, I guess that was pretty newsworthy. Yeah, Taker had great foresight to know that if this yeah. guy beats me now, then we can keep riding this. Exactly. For a yeah. while. That's what Foley says. He says, I beat Undertaker twice uh, right when I came in, and then I never beat him again. But we had so many <laughs> matches together, it didn't matter. That Those two wins, just right off the bat, that that made the Mankind character. Put him on the map, and he didn't have to win anymore. After it did. That. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was great. Definitely uh, all those Broken Skull sessions, well worth checking out. Uh, great interview with Foley. We won't give too much more of it away, uh, so you guys can go enjoy it if you haven't watched it yet. 
and then Travis, I know uh, we both saw this, uh, but uh, why don't you tell us um, this little tidbit that AJ Styles gave? Uh, I don't know who he was doing the interview with, but uh, he told a fun fact that we had not heard before about uh, the aftermath of the Boneyard match with Taker. Yeah, I don't remember who the it was with, but I was reading it on Wrestling Inc. But he talks about yeah, you know, it was uh, on a bunch of news sites exactly what he envisioned, and you know he. Uh, he says that he reached out to Michelle McCool afterward. He, he wanted to get Taker a retirement gift. And he's like, you know, what can I, you know, what what do you get somebody who has everything? You know, like, what do you get him? And she said, she suggested, you know, he would love the gloves that you wore in that match. And so he said that uh, he, um, he sent it to, to Taker. And then actually uh, Michelle hooked him up and uh Taker actually sent his gloves with a very nice thank you letter, he said, which meant the world to him. And he's got – AJ says he has him sitting on his table in his office at his house. So that's pretty special. That? Pretty that's, special. That's awesome. That's classy. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's the stuff you like to hear about. Yeah. I'm so glad we're getting to hear how the Undertaker really is now, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how respected he is by everybody. I mean, we yeah. knew that to some extent, but now he's actually talking about it and sharing stories. Great. Well, you never hear like Taker was an asshole. This guy was a scumbag. Like you know how everyone kind of has like no, a dark story. No, you never hear that. Shawn yeah. Michaels, all these guys, Triple H. They always, they always, you know, everyone's got really something negative to say about them. Really, we haven't heard anything about Taker. Mm-mm. Not from anyone that really matters. I mean, I'm sure there might be some like someone backstage that yeah. hates him. So can't great. have a nice yeah. day every day. Everyone has a bad day. Someone caught Taker yeah. on a bad day. Probably. Yeah. Uh... Maybe Muhammad Hassan doesn't like him or, or somebody like that. Somebody, yeah. Hey, Jansen. Mr. Yeah. Kennedy. King Kong Bundy didn't Mr. like him. Kennedy. Oh, don't get me started Mr. Kennedy. on King Kong Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fun to hear. Um, it's great to hear about this. I, I would never think Undertaker would be a guy that would care about that sort of stuff, but but it's cool that he appreciates that and yeah. uh, likes those sort of gifts. Because so, we mentioned it cool. back with Edge and him at WrestleMania 24, yeah. how that happened, yeah. you know. It, and, they traded uh, gear, but we haven't heard about that since. You know, I think maybe the Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania 28 was it? They all had that picture together and all that jazz. But those guys are all icons. But uh, you know, this is him and AJ, and it's pretty cool. Like his retirement match, and again, AJ thinks so highly. It's sitting right there on his office, so pretty cool. And again, he wrote him a letter. Like that's thanking him for his last yeah. match and all. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty sweet, dude. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's the month in Undertaker news uh, that we have so far. Like I said, we're recording this a uh, little bit before the day will come out, so there might be some more stuff. Uh, but we'll uh, try to catch up on anything Taker-related as we do these monthly episodes. But let's get into the meat and the bones, the reason why Mike and JV are joining us here tonight. Um, the Undertaker-Stone Cold epic rivalry. I mean, I, I crunched the numbers, and uh, I think you guys mentioned it on your last episode, uh, but... For both of these guys, for Stone Cold and The Undertaker, they are each other's um, most frequent pay-per-view opponents in their entire careers. Uh, If you count singles matches, tag matches, Fatal 4-Ways, all that sort of stuff, Undertaker and Austin faced off 15 times on pay-per-view. And uh, Undertaker faced Kane 14 times. So uh, that's, you know, that, that's what you need to know. Nobody else was close uh, in that range. Uh, but their first TV match was June 24th, 1996 on an episode of Raw. Um, so very early on. Uh, that, I guess that was that's right after Austin 316, right? It's the night after. Night after the King night Gary. after. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's a pretty fun fact. 
Um, but then uh, not on pay-per-view, they don't uh, face off with each other. Of course, Austin's rising up throughout 96. Uh, they are first involved in that 1997 Royal Rumble that Austin uh, steals. He gets eliminated and, of course, comes back in behind the referee's back. And Undertaker is one of the guys that he eliminates, along with Vader and Bret Hart. And that sets up the infamous Final Four match with Undertaker, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, and Vader. So uh, definitely one of uh, our yeah. me, Travis's all-time favorites. <laughs> yeah, one of my so favorites, good. too. There was not a dull moment. There was action the entire time. Nobody slept on the outside while the other three did stuff. There was movement and action the entire time. Vader really stood out in that match, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's his best WWE match. Absolutely. He was the perfect wrinkle to this. Yep. Like, just let's put Vader in here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's when he gets uh, gets bloody. That's when he gets bloody, too. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, of course, I didn't put this in the notes, but they both have a huge night at WrestleMania 13. Uh, that's the turning point in Stone Cold's career uh, with the match with Bret Hart. And on the same night, Undertaker wins the world title uh, in the main event. So they're, they're both on the rise at WrestleMania 13, and they have that first singles match on pay-per-view at Cold Day in Hell in your house, where Undertaker defeats Austin. Um, and... Uh, not a super memorable match. That's one where the the Hart Foundation keeps getting involved yeah. and yeah. interfering yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Brian Pillman uh, rings the bell. Yeah, causes the yes. distraction. Doesn't he knock Bret Hart off the wheelchair? Yeah, right, right at the yeah. Yeah, at yeah. the end of the match. Yeah, after the match yeah. is over, clothesline him. Clotheslines um. Out Feel of a little guilty with watch night. Just knock the guy out of a wheelchair. <laughs> That's still cold. <laughs> But it, it's a big moment for Stone Cold. I think that's his first uh, first, first pay per view main event. Yeah, first title yep. shot. Well, yep. yeah, no. first singles match. Yeah, main singles event. main event. Yep. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. He's got that with Undertaker. Um, and then they're gonna go their different ways through '97. Obviously, uh, go on different paths and do different things throughout that. But yeah, Austin they're gonna... gets injured. Well, he's got that too. Yep. Yeah, uh, all the Heart Foundation stuff. Uh, Undertaker's gonna go on with Shawn Michaels. Uh, but then 1998, man, they are going to be locked in throughout most of the year, uh, pretty much every pay-per-view, uh, starting with Over the Edge 98. Uh, it's Austin versus Dude Love, but Undertaker is the ref- or the enforcer out there. He's keeping things in line. Uh, so they kind of got like this uneasy partnership. Uh, yep. King of the Ring 98, the next month uh, is when Austin and Kane are in the first blood match. And Undertaker is the one who makes Austin bleed uh, behind the referee's back, hits him with a chair and costs him the title. By accident. Uh, by maybe. accident, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. Collusion is the word of the Cahoots. word of the summer. Cahoots. Cahoots. Uh, fully loaded 98 Austin and Taker win the tag titles I don't remember anything that happened Kane. that night except for the one thing that happened uh, you oh, don't yeah. remember two things that happened I don't remember two things that happened that night yeah. <laughs> two things Hell in a no uh, we're talking fully loaded I'm not fully loaded with, uh, hands oh okay yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the, the only thing I remember from that night. Jerry Lola, Jerry Lola hopping on his, his eyes <laughs> jumped out of his forehead. It's like a cartoon yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> Roger Rabbit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. uh, of course, that's all leading up the highway to hell. SummerSlam 98. 
without a question, I think their most famous match, uh, Austin defeating Undertaker in that one. Uh, what's, just, what's just everybody's memories, favorite moments of that whole summer of 98 between Austin and Taker? I like the the revealing of Undertaker being dressed as Kane, and then yeah. a couple of weeks later, Kane does the same thing with Undertaker's gear, and then you have the whole uh, the hearse thing, where Austin beats up Kane, tosses him in the hearse, but then realizes that Undertaker's the driver, mm-hmm. and that's just that's the go home show to SummerSlam. Yeah, and that's basically what reveals that they were in cahoots all along. Mm-hmm. So that's one it's of the just, memorable things from that time. Yeah, that. That whole build is just memorable and the way that everybody interacted and just double-crossed each other and everything. It was just – it was fun. It was good writing. And we went – you know, talked about as much crap as you give Russo for some of the stuff not making sense. The stuff that was focused like that was really, really good and compelling. And it made you want to tune in every week to see which turn and which twist was going to happen, you know. It was a lot of fun. And all and the those payoff guys, was yeah, the payoff was great. Yeah, exactly. Payoff was great. The crowds were so hot. Golly, you know, yeah, yeah. Got a million signs in the crowd. Everybody was into it. It was just the peak time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah that, that was so well built too, because it was May to June to July, and then yeah. finally to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these yeah. things constantly happening, like Austin losing the title at King of the Ring, then winning it back the next day. Yep. And then Vince McMahon coming out and saying that these guys are in cahoots and he's going to prove it and no one believes it though. And it's just well written. Yeah, it, it is. is. You got all those different people playing parts. You got McMahon, you got the Stooges, you got Paul Bearer, Kane, uh, everybody plays an important role in it. Uh, mankind is, is a part of it too, in so many ways. Right. Even the new um, age outlaws are involved in this. Yeah. New age outlaws, yeah. DX, everybody. Yep. Um, and it continues on. The The fallout continues on. Uh, Breakdown 98 is Undertaker and Kane, uh, where they both pin Austin at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and then the title gets upheld. Uh, Judgment held Day 98. Abeyance, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? That? Was it held in abeyance? Yeah. Is that what they said? Yeah, I think yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yep. word of the day. <laughs> and then, uh, then right after that, that's when Austin came out with the Zamboni. Yeah, but uh, McMahon the next day. That's my favorite. Down. My favorite. Yes. And then McMahon's yeah. mad at Undertaker Kane for not beating up Austin. So he, then he, he says, All right, nobody's the champion. I'm gonna yep. keep this title. And yeah. then it basically he, gets held up until November, right? Yeah. 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 McMahon flicks off Undertaker and Kane. They beat him up. He's in the hospital the next week, which is where Mr. Sacco comes back. Yeah, yeah. See, it's so in many things are born in this. Yeah, the it's bedpan. so good. Bedpan McMahon. <laughs> I'll take it from here, nurse. <laughs> uh, oh, on that Austin uh, broken skull and him and Foley were talking about, they were in like the little janitor closet, like cracking up at like, you know, because Vince is in the other room filming all that part and, uh, Foley talks about showing, you know, Austin Sacco and stuff. And he's like, you know, it's going to get over. Like it's, it's just, it was funny to hear him. You know, like yeah. Austin <laughs> thought coming that that was going to get over, you know, anyway. Cool. So yeah, Austin's the ref for Taker and Kane's match at judgment day. 98 Austin gets fired. He brings the gun the next night on raw, uh, all that sort of stuff's yeah. going on. They have the big tournament survivor series. Uh, they have a really fun match on a UK pay-per-view in late 98, yeah. Capital Carnage. We Steve did that. Austin. We did, yeah, that, one. We did yep. that one, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 He Jones. defeated 
Uh, Vinny Jones was to, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gerald yeah, Briscoe Boston. pulled the red card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Austin Undertaker, Kane of Mankind. And then we also did the uh, Buried Alive match from the Rock Bottom in Your House, Ooh. where Austin <laughs> defeated Undertaker. Not a great, <laughs> not one of the best. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> um, freaking didn't even get one saw from Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Zero point uh, seven five stars. <laughs> Uh, they're on another UK pay-per-view triple threat with Austin defeating Undertaker and Triple H that I, I don't remember that at all, but uh, it happened. Um, we, we did cover yeah, it. I don't remember either. We did cover it. I don't remember anything about it. Um, and then uh, Over the Edge 99, obviously memorable for the Owen Hart tragedy, yep. but the show did go Ooh. on and Undertaker defeated Austin and won the title mm-hmm. uh, that night. Uh, yeah, with a roll-up. Yeah, one with a again. roll up because uh, Shane pushed Vince mm-hmm. into Austin, yep. then Austin fell over. Yep. They get the title change. Yeah, I don't even remember that either. <laughs> uh, uh, that leads to the uh, the highest rated Raw match where Austin wins the title back a couple weeks later. And then I do remember this one for sure. It's fully loaded 99, the end of an era, supposedly, uh, match with Austin defeating Undertaker. First blood where everybody bleeds everywhere, every week leading up to the show. Yes, and right. even, <laughs> even before the match, everyone is busted open already before the match even starts. Yeah, it should be called the uh, 100th blood match. <laughs> it really should have. Uh, but a good match. I think I think I remember liking that one. Yeah, yeah this well. was the time when Austin was the CEO. Yes. And you get those oh. great TO <laughs> segments with Austin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the towers. Just yeah. wearing the tie over the shirt. Yeah. Briefcase full of beer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they don't have much interaction on pay-per-view until, well, Austin goes away uh, at the end of 99. He's gone for most of the year Let's 2000. Get car. Uh, that's right. He got run over by uh, by the quiche. Um, the people. <laughs> he did it for well, That ride. leads into uh, another very famous match that they're, both Taker and Austin are in is the Armageddon, Hell in a Cell with uh, Rikishi, Triple H, Rock, and Kurt Angle wins that one. Another match we did together. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, not a memorable Undertaker-Austin match just for them, but definitely a memorable match that they're both a part of. One of the most famous matches of that time, I'd say. Yeah. It's never been done again. They have never done that again. That's, that's pretty shocking. Uh, and then they're going to be intertwined for a lot of 2001. Um, they're both in the Royal Rumble uh, that Austin wins. Uh, Taker is there in the final six, but gets tossed out. Uh, and then Backlash 01 is the big one. Uh, you got Austin, Triple H, the two-man power uh, trip. Two-man power they defeat trip, yeah. Taker and Kane for the tag titles. And then Undertaker defeats Austin uh, at Judgment Day right after that. So uh, they're the focus of TV for two months right there. Yep. All right. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to cut out. You wanted to jump in? Now for a second. <laughs> it was nothing good there. So. Uh, yeah, it's nothing good. It was, I was going to say, uh, I can add, though, Triple H gets injured shortly after yeah, that. And that changes the whole right. booking uh, creative for that rest of that year. Right. There's a, a lot, lot of Deborah. Yeah. A lot of Deborah stuff. Yeah. A lot of yeah. Sarah stuff. Yeah, Kurt Angle. What? Kurt Angle growth. Yeah, Um, that definitely broke out at that time. uh, They are both involved in the two major matches of the invasion. So they're on 
they are on Team WWF for the uh, uh, first inaugural brawl match, and that's where Austin turns and joins the Alliance. Mm-hmm. And then they are on opposite sides for uh, Survivor Series 01, where uh, Undertaker gets eliminated pretty early. Yeah. Uh, but Austin, uh, he takes the final pinfall from The Rock and uh, loses for the Alliance team. Because yeah, one other good thing that happened during that year, around Judgment Day, was the, the whole, all the segments where Undertaker took over Austin's locker. Locker room. Those were great. <laughs> that was a great yeah. segment. And he yeah. steals his beer. Yeah, he steals the beer. He spits <laughs> the back on Deborah's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those were fun. I forgot about those. Oh yeah, I mean there are countless promos and backstage segments and all that sort of stuff we could go through as well. Yeah. Uh, they always had, you know, uh, we've said it many times. They basically have a better chemistry. Um, outside of the ring than they do in the ring They're unfortunately for all these times that they've had matches together their tv matches were always way more fun than their pay-per-view matches and i don't know why that is maybe just the urgency of it um not having to kill 25 minutes instead getting it done in 10 but i always enjoyed their tv That's matches a lot better than their pay-per-view matches because think about it too both guys take yourselves on the run you can't really beat him down and get sympathy on him Austin's not the type of baby face that's going to lay there and flip-flop and fly around and get beat on and get a hope spot. He's not a traditional baby face. So neither one of them, even if they're a heel or a baby, is not really in that sympathetic, uh, you know, baby face uh, type character, you know? So maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I, makes a lot of sense. I, yeah, I think, I think you explained it very well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last two interactions is uh, they're both in the O2 Royal Rumble, although they both they're totally separate parts of the Rumble, yeah. so they don't have any interaction in that match. But they are both technically in it, uh, and then that takes us to the night Backlash 2002, Undertaker versus Austin for the number one contender in the the match after Backlash, uh, as it is <laughs> said over and over and Not over. Judgment again. Day. Nope. No. The match Not after Backlash. Day. I'm going to face you in the match after backlash. <laughs> so stupid. Is that the dark match when the camera stopped rolling? What does that mean? Yeah. Mean? Right after no- backlash, immediately <laughs> yeah. after backlash. There are no matches in between this pay-per-view and the next. I mean, what does that mean? Yeah. The match after backlash. That's all I kept saying. So it's so funny. <laughs> well, you, Mike and JV, you guys just covered it on the show. So why don't mm-hmm. you... Get, give us a quick recap of why this match is taking place. Uh, what's the storyline going into it the best that you can? And uh, if uh, JV, if if you want to fill us in with your Ric Flair impression uh, as you describe the match, I, I would greatly appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. JV busted out that impression the past couple of weeks. <laughs> I felt bad after I did it. I'm like, ah, oh. wrong. But yeah, basically what's going on at this point is you got the brand split and Austin held out after WrestleMania, took some time off, about a, three weeks, and came back and decided he's going to be on a Raw. Not have, happy. Right, not happy. Ric Flair is in control of Raw. McMahon's in control of SmackDown. Um, McMahon has decided that Hulk Hogan is going to go for the championship against Triple H at the pay-per-view, even though it was supposed to be The Undertaker. So Undertaker's upset. Rick, um, Austin's upset too because he wants a title shot. So Ric Flair makes a little tournament 
and has Undertaker take on RVD, and Austin takes on Scott Hall. Both of them Great win match. their matches, and now they're set to have this match at Backlash for the number one contendership for the match. Yeah, an unofficial after Backlash. number one contenders turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's a bit, uh, bit confusing, like uh, Flair... Flair's trying to explain this whole tournament thing, and he doesn't yeah. really explain it right. And they have to like come back later in the night and go back to Flair and be like, "No, yeah, what Aust- are the rules of this tournament?" Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Austin's like, "Just win your well, match." He won. He's the number one contender. What happens if I win? <laughs> Austin's <laughs> like, "Are you going to face each other?" <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And the winner. We'll go for the they championship. The match after that. They didn't need to address it at all. Yeah, it didn't. Exactly. Fans know, right? We got a tournament going we on. Get they start it, yeah. talking about it. It's like, maybe we don't. All right. It's not the first <laughs> time that they've done that on Raw. Yeah. They've well, yeah. done that numerous and, times where they have two yeah. matches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that will be the number one contender match. And the funny thing was, was this whole thing was built up, assuming it was going to be Taker and Triple H. Uh, they That's have some started. interaction. Yeah. And then we talked about it on our episode covering that match is that, Alex made a point that, I mean, Hulkamania was just running wild again, dude. And so they just had to. They had to pivot. I mean, you got to. So um, for business. And so they did. And so that's why we wind up here with Austin and and Taker. Uh, Do not believe this was plan number one. But probably better for them that it happened this way. And, uh, you know, we get our last Austin-Taker match. Who knew if we would have got this if if Hogan hadn't come back. So Yeah. That's true because Undertaker would have went right to Triple H. Yeah. Now, I wonder if that changes things going forward, too, because we're going to have Undertaker beat Hulk Hogan for the championship. I wonder if... It's payback. No, he well, yeah, he gets beat payback. Austin instead. But I wonder yeah. if that would have halted everything with the Undertaker and he wouldn't have got this next reign that he did because you think they would take it off Triple H so quickly and give it to the Taker? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Because mm-hmm. they were building up Triple H from January up to mm-hmm. that point to be a long-term champ. Oh, yeah. But hey, Hulk Hogan yeah. comes back and plans change, brother. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> right. this whole summer of O2 with, uh, or spring into summer with the, the brand split and the NWO and Hogan, Austin walking out, Lesnar coming in, Rock coming back. You know, it's just it's so much Wild. chaos a lot of going on. Pieces. Yeah, I think every Changing week the they're rewriting the, the show. Company. <laughs> oh, yeah, not to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Get the F out. Let, yeah. yeah exactly. Losing a billion dollars on the XFL, collapsing the year before, Oof, yeah. whatever. <laughs> All that sort of stuff. Oh, the times they were uh, changing. They were, but uh, one constant is Austin and The Undertaker. So That's right. uh, we are going to ask everybody to queue up. The Peacock app uh, to <laughs> season four, episode one of Backlash. I can't uh, it's called the Peacock. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> I hate it. So We've much. gone from the WWE network to a bird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just think about it. It's so dumb. <laughs> who, who, who in marketing thought that was a good idea? I know. Call the network the Peacock. Really? The Peacock. Really? We got to take the F out of WWE? <laughs> you know, it's not why they did it, but... Yeah. joke. Gosh, you know if uh, they'd been on Peacock in, like, 2002, there'd have been so oh. many dirty jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vince loves Cox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, 
I think we all uh, we said one hour thirty three and twelve seconds is where we were going to pick this up. Uh, so that is going to be right when Undertaker is making his entrance. Uh, of course, we don't have the chapter breaks anymore like we used to on the old network. But um, yeah, you could just find one thirty three twelve. Um, if you are a cheapskate like me and you still have commercials on your app, uh, you're probably going to have to sit through uh, a few of those. So uh, hey, go ahead and take, I'm a, take I'm a, a minute. I'm a cheapskate too. All right, thank I'm a cheapskate too. I couldn't take it anymore after that Mick Foley broken skull session. I told I texted Alex halfway through. I said I can't take it anymore. I had to go ahead and up to Annie. They got you. They got it's me. Affecting dude. my mental health. It's going to affect our marriage next. Yeah, Fixed I couldn't it. do it. So I had to go. Five dollar fix to the marriage. No commercials on WWE. Yep. Five bucks. That's it. <laughs> I had to do it too. So uh, I get a yep. free through Xfinity, and then you do the five dollar upgrade. No commercials. There you go. So yeah. that's not bad. Well, there's sixty second commercials too. But all right, yeah. I could rant about that for probably twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So like you said, one hour, thirty three minutes, twelve seconds is what you're looking for. Um, I've got a big shot of the, just a wide shot of the arena. Is that what yep. y'all have? Yeah. Facing okay. the, facing, facing the, the ring and the Tron. Yep. 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 All right. Good deal. So yeah, we're going to watch this match. Uh, it's a long one for sure. It's one of their longest matches. So we got plenty to talk about, plenty to, to run through here. Uh, Travis, well, why don't you give us, this is not the main event though. Cause there's an hour and 14 minutes left in the show. It's not that. Oh, long. it's not the main event. <laughs> Did I say that? No, no, no. I'm just oh, okay, okay, okay. Be watching at home. No. <laughs> right. And it's not an hour. Yeah, it's not an hour and 14 minutes. It's an Iron Man match. It, it does kind of feel like it. it does. Does. Oh, goodness. It really yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll give us a countdown the three, two, one play, and we'll go on play. All right, everybody. And three, two, one, play. Oh, oh is this rolling? Right. Is it his music? Roll. Oh yeah, oh, there he is. Progressive ad. Oh no! I'm just no. I'm just <laughs> just... You got me, Fred Durst, <laughs> a playable character in SmackDown versus Raw game, oh, or I guess it would have been. That's right. Uh, that's right. You know what else Forcible you wouldn't hear on TV? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That sounds good. <laughs> that's not. That's not okay. <laughs> Who is that ad wizard that came up with that? One? Can we listen to that on the Peacock? Forcible <laughs> entry on the cock. <laughs> Uh, of the cock. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a Japanese sign for dead man right behind him. Oh, oh that's cool. What if he has so, that tattoo? I'm going to get that tattoo, I think. That guy might be from, Look a, at Flair. A fan from New Japan. Flair's like 30 years old here, yeah. man. Look at Flair's hey, he looks shoes. so young. Red so comparison. Young. Are those Jordans? No, those are his wrestling uh, boots, but he looks like Red yeah, he's Shoes got the boots. from New Japan. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the red yeah. boots. Okay. Yeah, Flair. I think the next time he, Taker, he does some ref and he wears lap. black sneakers. Sorry. That's nah, probably better. <laughs> All right, so what music's Austin got here is classic. Back to the old classic. I think yeah, he's been disturbed. He, I think he's Ugh. back to the classic. Right? Oh, is this he? This is okay. classic right yep. here. Okay. They finally yeah. got rid of that crap music. Classic. Yeah. Although we use it at the end of every episode. <laughs> I, I like no, it. I like, the I like it. One. Yeah, the Disturbed I'm, one. I'm talking about the... Um, oh, the, uh, yeah. the, the Alliance one. one. The, the, one. Like the Alliance one is... Yeah, that's yeah. crap. 
takers, dyed his hair a fresh coat of black. But, you know, there. I get why he did it. You know, he, he's trying to be a heel. He doesn't want everybody, you know, to have that pop when he hears his music. So, you know, you make it something crappy that people get That's annoyed true. by. But uh, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it worked. Think, um, it did work. So on his vest, it's BMF. Is that his favorite Soundgarden album? Bad Motorfinger, you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You say so. I think it might be. So. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's gonna be on the next Broken Skull. Say, actually, it's my favorite sound yeah. album. Yeah. <laughs> Little nugget, nobody knows. Yeah. I was like, I called it. I called it. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. So, of course, the story, you know, you got the tension between Ric Flair and Austin Undertaker. And I think that's the reason why this match so different than so many of their previous matches. They're not starting brawling out in the aisle. They're not going all out. It's uh, building more of that story with the referee in the middle. So it's going to be a much slower burn here to kick off this match than normal for these guys. Yeah, and it's weird, too, because Flair is... A babyface GM, but he's like slowly turning heel-ish, kind of, like over the next few weeks. And uh, him and Austin were supposed to go into a program together. uh, And then, you know, because Austin backstage literally wasn't happy with his uh, booking, basically. These two guys facing off. Legendary. Yeah. Too bad to BMFs. Yeah. Yes. Two bad motor fingers, man. <laughs> Two bad motor fingers. <laughs> Bamps. <laughs> I couldn't resist. But yeah, every other match, like you said, Alex, they usually just jump the gun and are at each other, but now we're going for a side headlock to start the match. That's just weird for Undertaker in general. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. not a not a chain wrestler, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, he does have a biker chain, but uh, (laughs) you don't see a lot of what? I don't see a lot of refs refing with their hands on their hips like Flair was. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna be something we talk about throughout this. Is is Ric Flair is not the best special referee that we've ever seen? He's not Ken Shamrock. He is not. It's very awkward. This guy, he's been wrestling for 30 years up at this point. You'd think he'd know how to referee a match. Right, all those times that he's had <laughs> yeah. matches with Tommy Young. <laughs> One of the better yeah, referees. I was say, how many Tommy Young matches? Yeah. He clearly does not respect the job of a referee. Obviously not. <laughs> this is all you got to do. You just got to count three. Around the ring. Yeah. He's chilling like he's next. Yeah, he's like grappling next. Can't wait to get in there. (laughs) Let's go. Where you know Austin, he's been referee a a number of times. He's usually pretty good at it. He's great. Yeah, Yeah. he's pretty entertaining at it. Um, did we ever cover a Undertaker special referee match? I don't think he's ever done that. I don't think he's ever done it. The enforcer. That was it, right? Yeah, the outside enforcer. That just would that just be weird to see him in that role with the zebra stripes on. <laughs> yeah, just wouldn't look right. No. Like Beetlejuice or something. <laughs> <laughs> just got the whole suit. <laughs> the dead man. 
<laughs> you know, I think Flair Uh-oh. just was. Oh, did his watch just tell his him? His watch just told him something. Dude, some push some push-ups. <laughs> Pop a pump. <laughs> so cocky. Wow. Austin's so good. I think they're like, oh, we got thirty minutes to kill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we talked about this on our. I do a little stalling here. We talked about how something must have gone short earlier in the night or something, because there is a lot of time for this match. And they, yeah, Someone they take get hurt earlier on this card or anything. I don't recall, but it could have been something like that. Oh, look at that. Oh. <laughs> Sign one. language. <laughs> what do you guys have for a timestamp? So yeah, Flair's got history. Uh-oh. With both. I have I'm at 139, 140. 140. Yep. 140 on the clock. Austin's wanting to go for a test of strength. 140. Best moment right here. Alright. Test of strength. Alright. I had to switch Take from my computer to the TV. It. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> crowd love that. We're at one. Test the strength to the middle finger. The crowds, the, cr- the crowd's loving it though. Take it, can't believe it. I can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> yeah, now they exactly. lock back up again. Ooh, got a Rick real. Rick just chilling in the corner. Arm drag. <laughs> God, sorry, Ooh. my dogs. Drop toe holes. He's waiting Marking to on the door. Tagged in. Just go stand on the outside and hold the tag rope. <laughs> Stone Cold with the arm bar. Yeah, he that's a him. rare move out of his arsenal. Do that from Chris Jericho. Arm yeah, bar. Jericho. Arm <laughs> bar. Arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going for a key. So lock. this is Austin's uh, third to last pay per view match, right? He's yeah, got so one more got, against uh, got the UK pay per view. Right, insurrection. Oh, UK pay per view. Yep. Okay. Pay per view. Forgot about that one. And then Judgment Day. Who's he face on that one? Big Show. Big that, Show. Yeah, okay. it was right after Big Show turned on him in that tag team match. He went to the NWO. Yeah, yeah, he just turned. He yep. just turned. Well, on the bottom line cast, he just. Yeah, in episode one twenty, right. which yep. we're set to release this week, but it would have been out for a couple weeks already. That's what we're talking about on 120. Yeah, and then from there, so, yeah. was it King Austin of the Ring? a little arm work. King of the Ring, he has a match with Flair. And then... And that's it. Mm-hmm. No, he's gone. He's gone yeah. before King of the Ring, right? Is he? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, he, he makes... walks out for the qualifying match with, yeah. with, uh, with yeah, Brock. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, it's just Judgment oh, Day then. And yeah. he has the match with Flair on Judgment Day. Some kind of, I think it's a tag match. Oh. It's, it's Flair, Flair and Big, Big Show. Show. I think. Look how he yeah, counts. Flair and Big Show yeah, against no. Austin. Yeah, it's... Like, dude, where's the... It's so slow, too. Yeah. He's not very theatrical with his ref stuff. If for being <laughs> no. as theatrical as he is and over the top as a wrestler and a performer, as a ref, he's just very subdued. Yeah. You'd expect to be like, woo, one. Yeah, exactly. And something like, woo, two. Yeah. Ric Flair is great at being Ric 
flair. Yes. Like he, when you ask him to be a referee or be a GM and have to like communicate storyline and things like that, like he's trying to communicate this match has this stipulation. He can't do it. He can't do it. He can't do it when he's having to talk about other people. (laughs) Uh, Just when he's Ric Flair cutting a (laughs) promo against the guy that he's facing. That's what Ric Flair is good at. I don't blame Taker for getting it. In he, nope. Flair's face there. That count was bad. But he is doing well, his part. He is intentionally doing these slow counts, deliberate counts, on, for both men to piss them both off, too. True. And it also sets up, like, Express, well, whose elbow. side is he on? Is he really against Lawson? Because he's doing mm-hmm. the same thing to Taker. Yeah, look at those counts. counts. I know, it's pathetic. really pathetic. <laughs> like, if I got the ring and I was able to wreck, <laughs> Yeah. Like that. Oh, perfect what 10 landing. That? Wow, that is perfect slow. Perfect 10 landing. Oh, yeah, Austin fell for it. Oh, he baited him. Yep. Taker baited him. Got well him. Played. Well played. And I believe... Travis, in, I don't see... I don't see... Uh, take. Oh, and there it is. His little belt loop. Yep. His He's little chain on his belt. It. Yep. Hogan He's fears Mr. Tan, that sign says. I beg to oh, differ. He's Mr. Tan. I beg to differ. Oh, Hogan is Mr. Tan. Yeah, Hogan <laughs> yeah. is Mr. Tan. Yeah. Um, a lot of red and yellow in the crowd, man. This Hulk, I'm telling you, dude. Hulkamania. Hulkamania. Yeah, so wild, over. It's bro. crazy. They got those shirts out quick. Yeah. I was yeah. I was ready for it. We talked about probably just took them out of storage. Huge. They're like, remember these from... From 1993. Yeah. yeah. I was huge on you guys. Triple H, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, man. That's it? Yep. Yep. Oof. Yeah, that was a sign, right? Uh, over to the Spanish table. Oof. It was, oh, Flair almost in the nice way action. of the spot there. Oh, one of the better spots of this match outside the ring, yeah. These guys are Tightens just... Yeah, also has yeah. to adjust there. Oh, boot to the side Ooh, of the oh, wow. That was that stiff. That was stiff, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, man. Yeah, that's beautiful, too. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be watching along, guys. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the way, kid. What is, what is Austin doing? He's puking. <laughs> yeah, I don't puking. know. He's holding his head over there. Just got the taste knocked out of his mouth from that boot. That guy looks like a French fry in the crowd right there. It's like, like a wait, red, have COVID? red box no. with yellow hair. A McDonald's French fry. <laughs> yeah. His shirt's like the container and he's popping out of it. Thank like a fry. Yes. <laughs> fry guy. Fry guy. Travis, you're ridiculous. You just made a super, just made a super fan. Fry guy. Oh, they're supposed to be doing that Vlad the Super Fan one on the Peacock Network. Oh. Just saw somebody's disposable camera in the crowd. Yes. See a few of those. Yeah. Did you say the Vlad documentary is on Peacock? It will be. It's. It will be. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. When is that supposed remember, to come out? I don't know. A lot of stuff getting delayed. Yeah. No. Nash yeah. Delayed. Yeah. By the time skull sessions. Out, yeah, we should have. We should have the Nash one. I'm sure they'll talk about Taker, but we'll. You know, we're recording this before it comes out. But. Weird. I think they delayed Nash too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nash Broken the Skull. Yeah. It was supposed to come out Nash on and... Sunday night. You said who else? Luger? Luger one, too. Yeah. It's yeah, supposed icon. to have a Luger documentary. Icon yeah. one. Yeah. All right. They're doing, spilling over into the 
whatever timekeeper area. I mean, that's something. Yeah. Right. Uh, th- I'm going to say, like, that's something that these guys kind of started. Like, the, yep. as far as the WWF, WWE is concerned, they usually like some of the original guys to do this uh, <laughs> brawling through the, the crowd, like a signature main event type spot in these matches. But wasn't it a that, big uh, deal when Taker, like, landed what, an elbow drop or a leg drop on Austin to the outside? Yeah. That, that, that SummerSlam 98 match. That's yeah. 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 Huge, that was like a huge moment. Deal. It was. Yep. It's a leg drop or an elbow drop, right? Off the table. That was a leg, leg drop. drop. Leg yeah, drop. from the top to the table to the outside. Yeah. How shiny Crazy those spot. mats are. I know. I was about to say the same Super thing. Super shiny. <laughs> like, nobody looks like a basketball court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like tile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Ooh, we made an in- note of that episode that yeah he hit him on his own bike that's weird <laughs> anything goes <laughs> apparently anything goes with flair and Eric then comes the nwo now this is Uh-oh. one of the silliest things that happened in this match x-pac with the cane match is the worst it's <laughs> terrible he looks like a little kid going trick-or-treating you know look how big that mask is on his head Last and how small week. his t-shirt is. Last week on uh, Raw, yeah. L- Lince Dorado wore a cane mask, which was kind of funny. That's what he looks like, a little uh, luchador. Oh, He, he wore a real cane mask? It was his own mask, but it was uh, with the black and red stripes like cane. Yeah, it was oh, a, that's a cool. That's cool. That is what he looks like, a little luchador. But this X-Pac, he got his shirt from my boy Stevie Richards' closet, apparently. <laughs> yeah, BWO. <laughs> got the little half shirt. <laughs> Oh, Stevie. Yeah, this ne- neither one of these guys are feuding with the NWO. I guess they're kind of feuding with Flair mm-hmm. a little bit. But, yeah, they just walk out in this match and do nothing. Well, we, we talked about on our episode giant waste how of time. potentially their monitor was broken backstage. So they could, oh, they yeah. They just wanted a better view of everything. Yeah, they just couldn't see it. So Yeah, it's <laughs> so... It's crazy, like... It's only been two months since the NWO came back, and it was such a big deal. You know, built that whole pay per view around mm-hmm. them. They're hugely involved in WrestleMania, and now they're nothing. Like mm-hmm. Scott Hall looks like crap. X Pac looks like crap. <laughs> I just, I just, Hogan's I just, already left. Right, you see Hall right there. He looks so dumpy. But then if he took he his does. shirt off, he looks great. Yeah. He looks like <laughs> so the, weird. Like, the alcoholic dad at a little league game. Like, <laughs> just here to watch. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, not doing anything. Come you on, won, swim. You, you won me last time not to say anything. Yeah. I'm just watching my kid this time. Yeah. I'm calling balls and strikes from the side. That player's like, get out of here. Call the cops. Austin's selling pretty His good His ex-wife's right here, there. <laughs> on the other side. Ooh. This, I love that. Jeez. Leg drop. That's Always great. good. Always a great spot. Yeah, Twenty five years of doing that will lead you to a hip <laughs> replacement. Out. <laughs> yeah, that's probably definitely what caused it. You think uh, you don't realize like how much damage that does? In yeah, no. Hearing from these wrestlers, that's crazy. I mean, Austin is selling that like he got shot in the back with buckshot or something. <laughs> you think that Scott Hall thinks that's Kane? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. 
He's so under the influence. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, I knew I was taller than Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Told you guys. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, yo. Hey, Glenn, your monitor's broken too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and, man. uh,. This match just kind of grinds to a halt right yeah. now. <laughs> Taker works the leg and yep. kills some more time. Yeah, he's got like a not even a figure four. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Taker learning one submission was enough. Then Taker started turning into like a Gracie. <laughs> yeah, <a> UFC fighter, <laughs> man. Like, dude, just pick people up and slam them. It works. It works. For it you. works. You're a monster. Yeah. There we go. Got the ropes. What happened? Where? I think Scott Hall forgot what his spot was, so they just stood there. <laughs> <laughs> you ha- why do they not do anything? They don't do a run in at all. They're just there. It's like a video game when it glitches. It's like wait, <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Yeah. Right, We're not there anymore. There we go. Austin with the comeback. Oh, Taker cuts him off. There you go. Myrtle Beach. What? Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach town. You know, I was thinking. Um, well, I was thinking about this match earlier, and, and that spot where earlier, where Austin Taker throws Austin in the motorcycle. Out of all the vehicles that Austin drove throughout his career, he never drove a motorcycle at any point, did he? Mm-hmm. Out to the no. ring. Drove an ATV. Huh? Yeah, maybe he doesn't. Is he a motorcycle? And I know he's like an old muscle car enthusiast. Well, he's maybe not a Zamboni. A- driver in his spare time but he, he was able to do that he's probably afraid of motorcycles that's why he has to go on a four-wheeler yeah. <laughs> or a monster truck feels safe on the four-wheeler yeah that's, i think he'd be a motorcycle guy tanger's just yeah, i'm surprised he never stole taker's bike and drove it around but uh, yeah. that didn't work real well for hulk hogan so yeah he'll drag you you, you I mean, think this like is X- just an awful spot right now. That's yeah, terrible. Time. This is a terrible run of like three, three, four minutes of match time right now. Yeah, it feels like they are waiting for Hall and Xbox to do something. Right, and they're like it stalling. Does. Is that D. You're Snyder right. in the front row? Yeah, could be. Twisted <laughs> right behind the WWF attitude guy. <laughs> I actually just watched. Uh, I my see it. Yeah, I see last it. week. Oh yeah, really? It's like white snake yeah. out there. Did he win? Uh, his team won. They beat some like all right. I don't know who the other family was. They were like some TikTok stars. Brett Michaels or something. No. no. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I liked on y'all's episode where you said uh, Xbox should have just started whizzing on the yeah. bike or something. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that right. yeah. A lot more sense, like or they did uh, back in the DX days, right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody at least just sit on the bike. Yeah. Yeah, they don't touch yeah, it. Yeah, get his attention. Yeah, who were they here to like mess with? I I don't understand. They just wanted better seats, I guess. And it, you know, it's distracting the crowd too. Right. Right. Exactly. They're, they're waiting looking, for something right. to happen. Yeah, they keep looking like, hey, when 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 are they gonna do something? And then nothing <laughs> happens. They're out there the whole match too, all the way to the end, and then they leave. <laughs> like... Does Xbox still have the mask on? Yeah. yeah, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because he's wrecked. They're like, yeah, put this on. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good. They didn't have any used to Scott Hall looking like the way Scott Hall looks. You, you need to put a mask on. Actually, yeah, Scott Hall had a match earlier in this night, I believe. 
faced uh, Bradshaw, Bradshaw, maybe? Yeah, Bradshaw. Yeah. 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 You know, let's... Well, then right NWA... after that, and then sucking down the beers after that. Yeah. Although he's not allowed kind of... to. Right, because he'll get sick, right? You're right, he'll get sick. <laughs> it's been 25 years of the NWO, and I gotta say something. I love the NWO, but how come they never talk about or bring back or play the Wolfpack music? Are you ah, kidding me? It's so good. Too. Are you kidding me? Like, that's the nope. best. Like, just play bum, it sometime bum, on bum, night on Raw and bum, 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 talk about the NWO. The Wolfpack at one point was cooler. They, like, oh, took over. Way the cooler. Way cooler, yeah. dude. Yeah, that freshened and the NWO up. Yeah, that music was insanely good. And they just... They do sell... Music. They sell Wolfpack stuff, like, yeah. on WWE Shop. But, yeah, they never... Uh, they they never do like a Wolfpack reunion. I guess they they probably don't have the rights to the music or something. They played it that on. Uh, awesome. They had, a, play, they had um, a top ten thing the other day on like YouTube, and it was like uh, young guys from or from today's generation dressing up and doing a photo shoot. And they had Woods and Kofi. They had Wolfpack, and they played the music in the background. So I mean, they must have the oh, rights cool. still. Yeah, they own so, it then. Yeah, that's the only thing that I've seen them play the Wolfpack on. Taker, here we go, undoing the turnbuckle pad, classic flare move. It's exposed. Blair doesn't Someone's notice. Bleed. Usually, whoever sets it up is the one that goes into Eats it. Eats it, yeah. <laughs> Always, yep. <laughs> you set up the table, you're going through it. That's right. You loosen hey, up you the bed, you get it. Back <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And there it is. Takes <laughs> a back <laughs> shot. Oop, double down. Ooh, nice. Guys, double nice. Double clothesline. Now, this yep. is the spot where Ric Flair doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he should like, be on the other side of the hard cam. Yep, there you go. There you go, yep. And I think for Maybe. sure he's like, do I count? Um, you count. Yeah, just come on. Like, just start go. counting. It's like he's confused. Is the Undertaker really down? How many? He's had 30,000 matches at this point in his life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Easily. He's just standing yeah. there like he's a goof. Like, like, I broke all the rules. I don't know the rules. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I just did whatever I want. I didn't know it was a rule. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. funny. <laughs> All right, slugging away. There we go. Getting some, getting some hope. It's classic Austin stuff. Oh, As Travis mean, called the them on your episode. The what stomps? The so right. what stomps? What? What? I mean, if the crowd's fully at it right now. <laughs> the what? <laughs> so, Double the fingers. what stops in the slop shooter are now part of my breast and slop shooter. <laughs> All Travis coin terms. Slop, slop shooter. Yeah. I don't even remember that. <laughs> you don't remember the slop shooter? We use it yeah. all the time now. The oh, rock. that stuck with me. The yeah. rock. When the rock does the sharpshooter, you called it <laughs> the slop shooter. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's so bad. Good That's pretty good. Oh, it's it's like a t shirt. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, stunner. Beautiful stunner. We pointed out on our episode of this uh, that Ric Flair just had a match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Went, whatever, 20 minutes, but now he gets bumped as a referee. And there's just something about that shirt, man. It just one shot. It's like he's got kryptonite, man. You you lose all your power. Yeah. (laughs) You lose all of your faculties when you put that shirt on. <laughs> you must have borrowed Earl's. Yeah. 
Ooh, big oh. low blow from the dead man. Big that woozy blow. didn't see it happen. Yeah. Oof. But Flair is getting up quicker than most referees would. Yeah, he's not pulling a Hebner. That's true. Goozle. Did you just say ooh Boom. <laughs> I said... <laughs> oh, I just saw Taz in the crowd. Oh, well, could have been. He wouldn't do anything else. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that one of you guys that or was that Taker? I've never heard him say that. Ooh-ah. Yeah, when he got him out of the It sounded like it. Oh, I don't know. There's Taz right there. For real. In the middle? Did you see him? Clapping his hands? <laughs> the Taz maniac. Best seat in the house, brother. <laughs> um, you watch Flair count. He is so scared to Screw do up. like a, a – Yeah, he's like, one, two. <laughs> yeah. He just – he doesn't want to even come close to accidentally no. hitting three. That could be Taz part is of right it. next to Flair right there on the screen. Oh, the big boy. <laughs> I didn't see him. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I see him. He, even has, like, he actually has like the Taz shirt on. That's <laughs> no. in his Taz cosplay. With his sleeves Taz goes, and everything. Becomes a gym teacher. <laughs> I love Taz. Me too. Got his swishy pants on Ooh. every day. Great spine buster. Oh, nice spine buster. Yep. Very nice. Flair. <laughs> he just. Oh. Stopped midway and just cut his hand in the spot. Did that Matt Hardy delete? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let Rick know that he's gonna claim it now. (laughs) Matt Hardy. Now Flair was just doing a knife edge chop in the air. (laughs) 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 Just have it. Oh, Oh, kick to the oh, Oh, Flair's down again. Yeah, that was a good one though. Yeah, like, Austin's arm right, into the right into his face. Oh, that was good. I'm I'm surprised Flair didn't blade right there. He probably wanted to. It's <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. probably gigged did. himself. Oh, what a chair shot! Now Austin's down, but Flair's down also. I love this cover from Taker with the folding arm in. Yeah, yep. grabs the arm. Oh, kick, kick out! out. <laughs> no way, buddy. Look, crowds on their feet. Except for the front row, for some reason. I guess they got good seats, so they can see. Yeah. Everybody else is on their feet, though. Yeah, you know, it's... They're still looking over to Hall and Xbox. <laughs> what are you guys they're doing? They're still out there! Oh, no, it's over there, man. Why? Yeah. Why are they there? Hall and Oates. Someone's supposed to call them back. What's weird is the the, the camera, like the main cam, yeah. hasn't cut to them since. No. no. So they're no. not even letting the viewer know they're there. What they're is just the like, point? catching them in yeah. passing. Right, oh. they're not supposed to be there anymore, but they don't want anybody to come out and tell them. They're probably Wait, telling that just... camera guy, like, just, just move Rick, to the left. Rick Flair just went to count and gave Taker a high five. <laughs> <laughs> he was on top of him. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Flair's horrible at this. Oh, Whoa, what is this? Austin with a Going for, like, a dragon sleeper. Oh, one of Taker's moves. Yeah. Taker care of business. Interesting. Now eating some elbows. Oh, it's time to go home, guys. Do something. This is oh. getting sloppy. Yeah, Take a mess with that chair shot, Austin. The what punches and stops again. What, 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 That guy in the crowd loves it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's going nuts. 
Hey, it's good a, look at look at this roster though. I mean, these, these three legends right there. You got Ooh. Hall. You got Nash. There. You got oh foot on the rope immediately. There it is. Yep. Controversial finish. <laughs> they did it well I like though. Taker just kind of like sweeps it in though. Yeah, that was when he's yeah. Like... I will say that yeah the 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 angle that they're doing here with the camera framing and. Mm-hmm. Flair being out of place, they do pull that off really well. Yep. Right, yeah. they got both shots too. Yep. Because when they show the other shot later, it's clear that Flair couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, very well done. I'm sure they practiced that. I'm sure they laid it out to know exactly where everybody's supposed to be. And so kudos oh, to that. But the uh, 30 minutes beforehand was yeah. a little bit longer than it needed to be. Flair's out of here. Walk by Hall and like, Xbox. I guess. Standing yes, well. I don't know. I think they're gone too. Well, Taker's going to go on to the match. <laughs> they go, the match is over. I want to know yeah, why take... he was standing there the whole time. No clue. No. Plans changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vince rewrote the show during the show. <laughs> yeah. I bet something was supposed to happen. Look at Austin looking. He's pissed. He's looking around like something went wrong. We need an answer on this, Matt. Undertaker's still hanging out. They're probably like, what the hell will Hall and Xbox doing? <laughs> <laughs> Taker's talking trash to Austin now. Oh, I'm going to get that belt. Double check. He's got oh. double check. Gave him the... Oh, there we go. Keep going at it. Austin's got to send the fans home. Oh, Happy! Yeah. Oh, yep. with the stunner. Yeah, so time number one. Well, I was thinking yeah, so how do you guys rate that one? <laughs> Just so confusing and Well, it was it so was more long. entertaining watching it this time with you guys. Of course, always. Is that <laughs> and that helped the match coach. tremendously. Yep. Confronting Yeah, back. here's the moment where Yeah. yeah. Coach shows the replay to Flair. Yeah. <laughs> Flair has a choice word. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Unbleeped, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Look at that TV, man. That thing is gigantic. <laughs> Panasonic. <laughs> it's turn it turn it to channel three for its the work. <laughs> just watched uh I was watching a little bit of grown ups. It was on uh FX or something yesterday and like <laughs> Adam Sandler's kids like find one of those TVs What's in the cabin that? and they're like what's yeah. that thing on the back of the TV the giant <laughs> that's the rest of the TV <laughs> oh man those suckers are heavy this tri- oh my god <laughs> nothing heavier in the world kids these days will never understand it's so awkward to carry to you like yeah. your arms around it you need somebody the worst or you, or you need someone to help you but there's barely any room for the two of you to yeah. hold it no it's all been a washing machine yeah and if you lean toward the if you lean the glass area toward like away from your body you're gonna fall and drop it like, like the screen <laughs> yeah. if you like lean that like that's the heavy side so yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I, I rate that match as um, who whatever out of five. I mean, I'd say one and a half or two. Man, that was not good. Yeah, I would say like two skulls, as you guys do on, on your show. I think that's what I would two give it. Um, <laughs> it's it's I like the finish, and you know I just enjoy seeing those guys interact. But man, it's just too long and too sloppy for what they're trying to get to. 
Yeah, I think I gave it two and a half when I when I did it last week. Yeah, two and a half. I think it would have been better ten minutes shorter. Oh, no doubt, man. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole thing with Paul and Xbox, Paul. that seemed like something was missing. Uh, yeah. something that didn't go down. Completely bizarre. And then the Rick, Rick Flair as the referee kind of downgrades the match, even though that's the main part of the story. Yeah, it's weird. But to get there is just so exhausting. <laughs> Goodness. Well, uh, let's uh, let's reminisce on the good times one more time before we wrap this up. Uh, I give you some fun uh, fun facts and numbers for this rivalry before we close things out here, since that's the last time, the last ride between these two. Uh, 16 televised singles matches between Stone Cold and The Undertaker, pay-per-view, Raw and SmackDown and all that. Um, there's one no contest, and uh, any guesses on who the who has the most wins out of the two? Gotta go with it's Austin. Very close. I was go Austin sneaks uh, it out. Yeah, I gotta go with Austin. You're correct. Uh, yeah, Stone Cold won eight. Undertaker won seven. Wow. There's one no contest between Damn. them, so it's close, closer than you think. Eight, seven, and one. Uh, that's right. Uh, like I said earlier. Uh, Undertaker and Austin faced off 15 times. Uh, if you count in singles and multi-man matches, uh, the most for either guy. Uh, of course, they had their one tag team title reign together. Uh, 15 days as tag champs in 1998. Uh, had the most watched cable match of all Tizime back in 1999. And this is interesting. Uh, the Undertaker cost Stone Cold Steve Austin three of his WWF championships. So he's the reason why he lost to Kane in that first blood match. I defeated him at breakdown 98 um, in that triple threat match with Kane and defeated him at over the edge 99. So Undertaker cost the Undertaker, Undertaker cost Stone Cold the title three times uh, out of his reign. So, uh, just another interesting way that they're intertwined. Undertaker got the last laugh on those, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. Cost Austin uh, the thing he uh, pursues the most. The thing Gold. he wanted the most. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, favorite match or moment in this whole rivalry? What's just the first thing that comes to everybody's head? SummerSlam 98 for me. Just the whole build Same to here. it. More so the build than the match. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Match is not – when we revisited it, it was not that great. You know, Um, it's fun to think about. But, yeah, the buildup was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, especially when they actually had the rights to the song. (laughs) No, you don't get it on the Peacock, but you got it back then. Oh, they don't have it on the Peacock. That's right. No. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, I think, you know, that's, you know, again, like the hottest time uh, in the Attitude Era. It's just iconic that whole summer going against each other, whether or not the matches were five stars or not, just the whole entertainment value of it all Uh uh, was off the charts. And so I think that's when you look back at their legacy, uh, that's what you're always going to remember. And and that's the Mm -hmm. greatest part of it. So two guys with an iconic rivalry and history against each other and two podcasts iconic uh in our mashups and and crossovers with each other it has been a pleasure having you guys on our show uh we thought we were done and now we got you guys back who knows maybe we'll do it again you never say never these days 
right, there's there's still also, so much more to cover. Yeah. In terms of matches, although we've done yet. many of the matches, Austin Undertaker related, I don't think we missed many. We haven't. Maybe the cult. no, we did a lot of watch alongs between our show and yeah. your show, but uh, I'm sure we can come up with something else. Right, and, and I'm sure down the road there, there'll be other topics for us to do. Yeah, absolutely. On another type of show. Because the bottom line wrestling cast is not going to be around for much longer. I'm, I'm figuring. Well, tell us about it. Tell us uh, what's going on. You guys, obviously, you just covered this Backlash match. And so what's coming up next for your podcast? Yes, yeah, so like I said, um, you know, we're just covering Insurrection. And then Austin's going to walk out soon after that. And then we're going to jump ahead 2003. And then he's going to have his last match with The Rock. But then from there, we'll go on to cover his time as the, the co-GM and uh, the sheriff. Sheriff. Yep. The sheriff. <laughs> sheriff on his four-wheeler. And, you know, a lot of that stuff's going to be great anyway because it's mostly promos and segments. And that's yeah. where he shines anyway. So it doesn't hurt that he's yeah. not in the matches. He's still getting to interact with a lot of new talents, too, that we're not used right. to seeing. So all that'll be good, and then that'll kind of wrap up by the time it gets to 2004. And then right from that point, he only sporadically shows up. So those will probably just be a couple episodes where we kind of wrap everything up. So I'm thinking that we're going to get... We're going to... I know for sure, by the end of the summer, we're going to be at the point where it's Rock versus Austin, his last match. And then it'll be a oh, kind of new okay. type of podcast from that point on, with just covering Austin as the GM and the sheriff. So I think by the new year, it might be over, it might be close to over. But wow. like, like you, like you've well, said we... numerous times, you thought it would be over, and then it wasn't. <laughs> so we'll well, we were saying while your internet was breaking up, uh, you got plenty of Steve Austin movies and TV mm-hmm. shows, and mm-hmm. uh, that's true. Nash Bridges episodes yeah. and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we might filter those things in in between to kind of drag it out a little bit. Oh, we got we got to do a commentary for the condemned. Got to do a <laughs> audio commentary. Oh, I, I don't want to watch hilarious. the episodes of Nash Bridges. I'd love to watch that. Yeah, yeah. comedic gold. Forty-two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there's, Man, there's still more to come also... from the bottom line wrestling cast. The first episode of Broken Skull Sessions was Taker, right? And the only two-time uh, guest, right? Two yep. awesome yeah. interviews on the WWE Network, if you've never seen those, uh, which I can't imagine if you're listening to this, you haven't watched those. But uh, they're worth watching multiple times yeah. uh, if you want to uh, watch those and listen to those. Just a master class on pro wrestling. Such great stuff. And uh Mike and JV, they are a masterclass in podcasting, going through Stone Cold's career. Uh, how many times we got to say it? We encourage all you guys to go listen to their show. Uh, you can start at the beginning, go through all of Stone Cold's career, hear all these matches with the Undertaker that we talked about, hear a different perspective on them. And of course, uh, as they close out Stone Cold's career, you can relive how it all comes to an end and uh, all the fun stuff that comes after the end. Uh, as Mike said, you know, yeah. Austin was a lot better in that GM role than Flair ever was. Way more oh. entertaining, oh, way yeah. more comfortable doing that. So uh, excited to hear what you guys do uh, with that. Back in 98, 99, so... 
Who was? <laughs> I said Austin had some practice in that GM role back in. He did have some practice. He had done a little bit. Yeah, ninety-nine. I guess it was. Yep. And then, what's up with the extreme? Watch along cast, ECW live cast. Yes. I know you've had some issues with the network, but uh, what's up? So we also do the extreme ECW live cast, and we do that through booking the ter- uh, yeah booking the territories five dollar Patreon tier. So it's an exclusive one over there, where JV and I have been for the past couple of years going through ECW Hardcore TV right from the start, which was April of '93. We are currently into February of 1995. So we still have that going. That's going strong. It's bi-weekly. Every two weeks, we do two episodes. Sometimes there's a Supercard special that we'll do instead of the regular episodes. So that kind of helps drag out the time. So that'll be going on for a few more years. <laughs> it's only 95. And you're getting in. It's You're getting into the good stuff Yeah, it's, now, the, too. it's the best year, I think, oh, yeah. 1995, 95, 96. And you know, we'll go to the end 2000 so definitely got like five more years left of that and a lot of fun yeah that's fun it's just it's like we're doing here we just sit back and we watch yeah. it, watch mm-hmm. it together and just whatever comes off the top of our heads <laughs> you know that's kind of what it is and we have free of free episodes available on the bottom line wrestling cast feed if you wanted to check out any of those okay? basically every five ep- episodes i'll put one out there for free for people to take a oh, listen to as we're getting closer to the better stuff. Some of the people might see 93 and be like, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> but the latest one that I put out there for free was in late 94. So it's already getting good by then. Cool. So again, that's the Extreme ECW live cast. And you follow us on Twitter at ExtremeCast. And again, it's Booking the Territories Patreon tier. And they're, they're also a great podcast too, Booking the Territory. So check them out. So yeah. Um you brought up the network. The network hasn't really been a problem for us with DCW because we were able to get the original episodes from somebody. Ah, right. And that's, right. that's even better because now we get the original yeah, music. Yeah. Yep. So That's awesome. Yeah, so that's great. So we continued on with that. And everything's on the network now. Everything's back on Peacock for ECW for the most part. But we don't want to go back to it. So we're going to continue to try to use this source <laughs> until he tells me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> right, until he's like. No, they're on the network. I'm not going to keep sending you these every month. <laughs> <laughs> nope. uh, he's been That's great. And stuff. you may have heard of him, too. Yeah. He's Richard Land. He runs the history yeah, of the WWE website. Him. Oh, yeah. We use that site okay. all the time yeah. for our research. Yeah, yep. awesome. Well, good deal. Of course, I can subscribe to y'all wherever you get your podcasts, follow you guys on uh, Twitter. You got a Facebook group as well. You got your T-shirts. On uh, Teespring, yep. is that right? Yep. Fanny packs. Fanny packs. Yep. All that good stuff. <laughs> nice. uh, I wear my Fanny shirt. Packs. I wear my shirt probably once a week, man. I wear oh, it all sweet. the time. I love it. Me Great too. Shirt. I wear your guys' shirt all Great the time design. too. <laughs> I just couldn't find it today. I'm like, I gotta wear it, but I don't know where it went. No, I like I'm, the stunning the Steve. The yeah, this is. I don't really get to wear this one often. You, know, you guys on video, you can see me, and it's you know stone cold with no shirt on. With hair, you know, <laughs> Stunning Steve Austin, WCW version. And I bought the shirt because I was like, oh, cool, Stunning Steve Austin shirt. And then I realized I'm not going to walk around with a guy with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> little, little weird. Yeah. Yep. I like, okay. That. It's like, yeah. I'll... We're at grocery shop. <laughs> that's what 
That's what wrestling shirts were in the 90s. It was, now. just faces. Shawn like <laughs> Michaels' sexy pose. Yeah. Like, I had that when I was in fourth grade, and I thought it was so cool. But uh, hairy chested guy, like, doing a playgirl like, play, play pose. Boy. It's funny. <laughs> sure. my, my wife bought me a shirt. I think it was from either Target or Walmart, but it was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania 14. <laughs> but it, it doesn't even match up with the time. It's like Shawn Michaels from 1992. Nope. <laughs> Stone Cold, fine. He doesn't really change much. But it's it's, it's the 1992 version of of Michaels with Austin. And it's just a trash That's shirt. Funny. I've uh, seen that. They have they have a few of them. Yeah. Like they have one. And they're all messed uh, up. Like, they're all messed up. I don't, <laughs> Every single one so of them. weird. <laughs> right. They're all inaccuracies. <laughs> they're all messed yeah. up. So anyway, amazing. she bought me that one too. And I'm like, eh, I can't wear, wear that one either. <laughs> <laughs> only, not only because it's it's wrong and I'd feel stupid wearing it. You know, and I pride yeah, myself cool. on my knowledge of history. And I'm going to be wearing this right. messed up shirt. But it's also that same Shawn Michaels kind of pose that you're just talking about yeah. that you had on your <laughs> shirt. <laughs> two, the two shirtless guys on your shirt then? That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is a, a shirt that I'll wear to bed, basically. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Wear it around the house. You know. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Put the grass in it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, you, we got shirts, too, over at tpublic.com. You can pick up a Take Her Easy shirt, Take Her Care of Business, Biker Taker Guy, Biker Taker Girl shirts, all that good stuff. Uh, you follow us on social media at Talking Taker. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple podcast. And uh, like we said last time, uh, we are going to be doing these once a month, um, maybe around the first of, of the month uh, where we may put them out on different dates, you know, maybe time it to an anniversary of certain things, yeah, but just, just keep subscribed. You know, we'll, uh, we'll give you a heads up when one, when a new one's coming out, but the goal is to do one every month. Uh, just a different topic. Uh, we've done watch-alongs the past two months. Uh, we're not going to do a watch-along every time. Uh, we got some other ideas as well. Uh, so we are going to try to change it up. So maybe next month uh, we'll do something uh, totally different. Uh, we have some ideas on the drawing board. But just be sure to subscribe to us. And uh, Travis, you got some new music coming out. Should be out by the time this episode drops. Uh, yeah, where hopefully. can people find that? Oh, any... Uh, yeah, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, all those things. I'm just Travis White. It'll be called Windrush Sessions. Uh, you can just Google that. And uh, yeah, I'm playing another show up here in Bristol and actually going to play at a big festival up here too. <laughs> uh, not really. That's right. Not really. <laughs> yeah, well, there'll be some big names there. I'm just kind of a low guy on totem pole. But it was an honor to be asked to play. So it's fun, man. I just oh, yeah. I do it for fun. So it's yeah, all good. So you must do it for fun so it doesn't. You're out there performing. That's that's awesome. There's nothing that's like cool. it, man. It's yeah. I, you, yeah. you get that feeling when like the wrestlers talk about if you could bottle that energy and sell it, you know, you'd never, you know, you'd be a millionaire. That's how I feel when I get up and play and get the crowd to interact. Sure. It's fun stuff, man. So anyway. Yeah. Yep. If you're in Tennessee at the end of the month, or Virginia, or is it or Virginia? Yeah, yeah. it's on the border. Yeah, on the so border. Go check them out. Of course, anywhere you can find the music streaming. Uh, He's too humble to put himself over, yep. but, but it's really good stuff <laughs> and uh, uh, really well produced, really well made. 
Um, if you enjoy Travis singing the Take Her Easy theme song at the beginning of the show, uh, you will dig this stuff as that well. Was fun. Uh, yeah. And he performed it live at his last concert. So who knows if it'll uh, pop out again. Probably not. But <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all I got. Uh, Mike JV. That's all I got to say about a- that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's always a pleasure to have you guys on. We appreciate everything you've done for us yes, and are always plugging us. Uh, even still to this day, you, you still plug us. Uh, so we do appreciate that. It means a lot. Uh, cheers to you guys. Yes, thank you. Thank cheers. you. Thank you so much. Hopefully, you know, this is the last time that they have a match with each other. So <laughs> it's hopefully it's not our last time, though. Yeah. That's right. We'll, like you right. said, we'll find out another way to do another podcast at some point. Always looking forward to it. Thank you guys for having us, as always. Always a pleasure. That's right. Travis, send us home. That's right, man. You guys have a blast. Keep You check them out on the Bottom Line Wrestling cast. And, uh, yeah, they got a little bit more to go. So, yeah, two iconic careers here winding down, you know, uh, Taker and Austin. So, two men on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, uh, no matter who you are. If you're an idiot, <laughs> if you don't put those two guys on there, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll just call it like I see it. So, uh, yeah. Turn in those, your stand card. Yeah, exactly. I'll pull your punk card if you uh, don't put those two guys on there. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe out there. Have a great rest of your summer. And as always, take her easy. Let me get this straight. You're about to hand this man, The Undertaker, a championship match after backlash. That's what you're doing. That man right there. A championship match. After backlash. Why? Because he deserves it. Because he's got that stupid bandana. Those stupid tattoos. Those stupid gloves. Those stupid pants. Those damn boots. Does he scare you? Does he make you shake? Are you intimidated? Is he special? Are you scared? Is it because he's got dead man on his shirt? What does that mean? That you're dead? You don't breathe? You got no pulse? You're not alive? You bought the farm? You picked the big one? You kicked the bucket? You think you're special? You deserve a championship match? Why? I want to know why. Because you ride that stupid bike. I'll get on that son bitch. Kick started. And ride that son bitch as long as I want to. <laughs> <laughs>